Don't turn it off now. You need this stuff. Tampa Bay's Tantalk Radio Network. Now live from his hidden grotto at an undisclosed location, the crown prince of doo-wop and classic oldies, Marvelous Marv. Well, thank you, Big Ed, and it's a pleasure to have you with me again tonight, and I really enjoy working with you, even though we're about 3,000 miles apart. I want to uh, send out my uh, condolences to the families of uh, two um, legendary uh, sports personalities that passed away recently, uh, Gail Sears, great uh, great football player, and the great Cardinal pitcher, uh, Bob Gibson, died, I think, yesterday or the day before. Also, I want to mention that um, in soccer, the uh, Manchester United of the Premier League, uh, they really need a lot of help. They're having some real difficulties uh, uh, winning games and and also losing by five scores. They just signed um, Edison Cavani, which uh, one of the great players for Paris Saint-Germain, and uh, I don't, um, I'm not sure, uh, great striker, but I'm not sure that he's um, um, he's going to be much help to them because he's 33 years old. And I want to mention tonight, the music is all women. That's right, all women music tonight. So this is... Um, I guarantee you this is the first ever on, on, on radio, especially for this kind of a show. So let's get started with Shirley Ellis and The Name Game. The Name Game. Shirley. Shirley, like it wasn't there but a b or an f or an m will appear and then i say bo at a b then i say the name then banana fan or and then i say the name again with an f third plane then a b phi and a mo and then i say the name again with an m this time and there isn't any name that i can't rhyme Little tr- 
um, weird guy um, named Schumer, the congressman, a senator from um, from New York. Um, he's a strange character. I, I guess he's. I guess power is more important to him than than anything else. And when asked about whether he's going to, um, uh, uh, if he gets a, a Democratic president and a Democratic um, uh, Congress or, or Senate. Uh, that he's going to push for statehood for Washington, D.C., and for Puerto Rico. You know, first of all, Puerto Rico doesn't want to be involved in, in being a state. They vote, they've, they've voted against it many times. So they're not even really interested in becoming a state. As far as Washington, it's against the, the Constitution. It's against the, the Founding Fathers because they, they stated that Washington, D.C. will not become a state. So uh, this is this is kind of a ridiculous situation, and um, and Schumer, um, as far as I'm concerned, is a is a wacko, and he's been for many years. But but then again, it's it's the Democratic Party that that's really causing us problems, and this will cause us a serious problems in this country if if they if they uh, if they make um, Puerto Rico a state and if they make Washington D.C. a state because then they'll have um, the leftist uh, senator. From uh, Washington and the and the two leftist um, uh, senators from uh, Puerto Rico, but right now let's uh, have it Laverne Baker and Jim Dandy. Um. Chris Wallace certainly isn't his dad, Mike. So, um, you know, 
when a when a former vice president tells a sitting president, "Shut up, man," you know, or calls him stupid or whatever he calls him, but you know, that's 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 a lot a lot of disrespect. As a matter of fact, uh, Barack Obama, I think, is the only president, ex president, that that uh, actually talked against uh, a, a, a sitting president. While the sitting well, he while the sitting president was in in office, they talked about him afterwards, but not while there was a sitting president. And and Obama has done that; he's talked against the sitting president. But in the meantime, this debate was ridiculous. Um, I I don't know um, uh, how they allow someone like Chris Wallace to uh, oversee this debate. And the next debate, if there is one, some guy named Scully. I don't even know who he is. Some newscaster, I guess. But I don't think that's going to be too fair either because uh, this guy Scully was um, uh, was an intern to uh, to Joe Biden, and I want to say you know the question about putting down white supremacy that that went to uh, uh, President Trump, you know it's um, he should have answered it right away because he's answered many times that he's against white supremacy. And he's and and said a number of times throughout the years, and I don't know why he even, um, you know, didn't didn't come out and say it. Because as a matter of fact, if you want to talk about white supremacy, Richard Spencer, who was one of the top white supremacists in the in the country, who's an anti-Semite and uh, and um, he's a racist. He's just a real real white supremacist. He just endorsed, or just last week endorsed Joe Biden. That's right, Richard Spencer, the the white supremacist, has endorsed Joe Biden. <laughs> I find that pretty amazing. And you know, Joe Biden's got a history of of racism. Um, he was um, he was a close ally, and he honored um, Robert Byrd, who was like the founder. He was the grand. Uh, uh, Mahotma or whatever they call him at the time because it was the beginning of the club. And, 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 and Robert Bird, um, was like the founder. He was doing all the recruiting. And, um, Joe Biden idolized this man. Uh, if you want to call him a man, Robert Bird. So when you talk to about white supremacy and, and racism, which Biden called, um, uh, the president a racist, you can't go there because it's really not true. It's like the uh, the pot calling the kettle black. Here's um, oh, oh this next tour you're gonna love this. There's a there's a wacko group out there that that does country music, <laughs> and they and they changed their name from the Dixie Chicks to the Chicks. Now I think I think the Chicks are more demeaning than than Dixie Chicks Chicks because I don't know how the, why the meaning. Uh, Dixie Chicks are. So, but, so here's, here's I want to play this one. This is Going to the Chapel by the Dixie Cups. Going to the chapel and we're gonna get married. Going to the chapel and we're gonna get married. We are really
Mixie cups and going to the chapel. Now let's get down to my favorite things uh, that is no longer my favorite things. Let's talk about sports. I want to talk about I want to talk about the NBA and the NFL and you know we, there's a lot of strange things going on in the NBA and one of them is you know I had a lot of respect for um, for Doc Rivers. I was I respected him probably more than any other coach uh, except for Red Auerbach um, when he was with the Celtics and I was really upset when he left the Celtics to, to move on to LA and I really thought this was a really classy guy but where's the class when he says they're, they're killing us? Who's they? Who's killing us? You know, who's killing them? Who? Wh- what is he talking about? They're killing us. He can spew his... Um, his nonsense now in Philadelphia because he's he's gone from the Clippers, and um, and then there's that other clown LeBron James, who I think is a criminal because I don't know, a couple of years ago, uh, he took out Gordon Hayward of the Celtics in the first five minutes of the season, um, and anybody that looks at that 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 game and sees a replay of that, they'll see he did that on purpose to Gordon Hayward. But nobody's ever talked about that because everybody's scared of LeBron. And LeBron said, they're hunting us. That's right, they're hunting us. Now, are they hunting you when you're out riding your bike uh, in, in Miami from that, that, that big home you just recently bought? Are they, are they hunting you there? I mean, I, I don't understand it. And they're, and they're wearing these strange, these strange um, sayings on the backs of on their uniforms and they got Black Lives Matter. Now, there's nothing wrong with Black Lives Matter. I... I I have no problem with the slogan Black Lives Matter. I have a problem with the organization called Black Lives Matter because they're a Marxist organization and the and the women that run it have admitted to being Marxist and being trained Marxist. So, you know, to have all this Black Lives Matter out there is not as a matter of fact, I, I forgot to mention it during the debate that uh, uh that uh, Joe Biden said Antifa was only an idea or was no such thing as Antifa. <laughs> kind of ridiculous. Anyways, the NBA is, is, is really disgracing itself. I won't watch uh, any of the, uh, the NBA finals because I don't want to see LeBron James play. And uh, I, I, get, I become ill when I see LeBron James play. And as far as the NFL, I don't watch the NFL. Thank God for soccer. I get to watch a lot of soccer now, uh, and I'm really enjoying it. And um, and as far as the NFL, um, you know, I watched the first games of the season, and the NFL put out these commercials um, about racism and and saying the names and saying the names of who? These were alleged. Criminals. Now I say alleged criminals. I'm not saying they were criminals. They're alleged criminals, and and we had a, some bad cops that did some bad things, and it was wrong. No matter who they, these other these people were, but you know they they get on their um, the NFL has has that commercial had that commercial out, and I refuse to watch NFL games. And then the some of the teams have uh, the names of some of these of these people on the backs of their helmets. This is. Absolutely ridiculous! It's a it's a world gone mad, and, um, and I, that's all I can say. I don't watch the NFL. I don't watch the NBA, and um, I hopefully you're not watching the NFL tonight. Uh, I hope you're listening to this show so you get a little bit of this uh, this information. In the meantime, I want to tell you an interesting story. Many years ago, when I was in the Boston area, um. There was a there was a group out there uh, that had a big hit record, and they were great people. As a matter of fact, um, I I took I rented out a restaurant one night in the Lawrence, Massachusetts area, and I and I put on a show with this group, and I, I produced the show, I emceed the show, <laughs> and it was a dinner show, and I was a chef, and I prepared the meal for the show. <laughs> so. I, pre- I, was, I prepared the meal, I produced the show, 
I emceed the show, and this show can, had um, uh, one of my favorite groups. Um, the lead singer was the great Margo Sylvia, and uh, and Bucky, one of the guys in the one of the guys in the group. But Margo was the lead singer, and she did a great job. And here's the Tomb Weavers and Happy Birthday, Baby. to an awful company called T-Mobile. <laughs> and I have a lot of problems. I don't know why I stay with them. I guess I'm a, sometimes I'm a creature of habit. I've been with them for 17 years, and I don't know why I still stay with them. But anyway, I um, I use T-Mobile uh, to do this show, and uh, they had a meltdown uh, this afternoon. I didn't know if I was going to be able to do the show. They have an awful lot of meltdowns. And uh, I don't know what happened, but um, Ed was telling me that I didn't introduce the song. So I want to tell you again, that was Margot Sylvia, along with my friend Bucky and the rest of the guys. And uh, that was uh, the Toon Weavers and Happy Birthday Baby. Great, great group out of Boston. And I really had some good times with them. Here's uh, Rosie and the Originals and Angel Baby. <laughs>
Now, I heard that that Big Ed, who's over there in the studio, is a is a working guy. He really he really puts a lot of time, and I hear he sometimes he works around the clock. I don't know how true that is, but this is what I hear. Is is that true, uh, Big Ed? Sometimes I do. That's what I thought. You know, he, I know he works hard, and I just want to say that it's such a pleasure working with Ed because he does such a great job. And like like I say, this is I've been on radio forty four years, and you know usually I've hadn't I've hadn't had any problems because, um, you know, because I'm I've been in the studios, but you know now I'm not in the studio anymore, and and for, it's amazing that Ed does such a great job. And I want to thank you, Ed. You're just really a great guy there. He's a great, great producer. I appreciate He's, it, but I also got the uh, one eye on the uh, Yankees and Rays tonight. Oh, uh, I hope the Rays are winning. Yes, they are. 3-2 in the bottom of the okay. fourth. Okay. Uh, by the way, I forgot to send out my congratulations to the to the Lightning winning the Stanley Cup. That was that was great. You know, since the Bruins didn't win it, at least the Lightning won it. So I, that was great. And, and now if the Rays can beat the Yankees, I really that that'll make that'll really make me happy. That that'll make me so happy you can't imagine. Because number one, I like the Rays, and number two, I hate the Yankees. I don't know if you <laughs> saw, but the Stanley Cup's getting a heck of a ride down here in the Tampa area. He's been on jet skis, boats. Really, been everybody's been drinking out of him. He may be the only cup in history this year's Stanley Cup that may need to check into the Betty Ford Clinic when it's all done. <laughs> That's a great one. <laughs> All right. Well, uh, you know, keep me posted while we're on the air about the Rays uh, against the Yankees because I really, I really hate the Yankees. And but even, even the, you know, but then I'll, I'll be a Rays fan for the rest of the series after they beat the Yankees, and hopefully they'll, they'll beat the Dodgers in the World Series. But that's going to be tough. So here's, um, here's Betty Everett and the Shoop Shoop song. Shirelles, 
with the lead singer Shirley Olsen Reeves and Will You Still Love Me Tomorrow? ballpark in, in uh, many years. Uh, do they still have that Ted Williams exhibit there? You mean the Tropicana Field? Yes. Yes, they do. They do. That's a great. That's a great exhibit. I I was there. Matter of fact, I I don't know. They still have those uh, those rays too in the in the in the water. They sure do. Yeah, I, it's been a long time since I've been to that ballpark. I just. Uh, I'm just wondering if the, these things are still there. That's that's interesting. If uh, one gets right. hit by a baseball, you get to take it home and eat it. <laughs> it's the Radettes and be my baby. <laughs>
Ronnie Spector, Be My Baby. Ronnie Spector, the former Mrs. Spector. <laughs> and you know what happened to him, Bill Spector. Anyway, I just want to um, um, uh, just comment about the, the loss of um, Supreme Court Justice uh, Ruth Bader Ginsburg, although I didn't agree with her decisions. This was a great lady. She, she really stood up for what she believed. And, and she was a, she was a, even though, like I said, didn't believe in uh, the way she, uh, her decisions, she was a great justice and she, she was there for a long time and, and, uh, uh, my heart goes out to the family and, um, hopefully, um, that we'll get this, uh, we'll get Amy, uh, Coney Barrett, um, proved really, really shortly and she'll be in the Supreme Court before the end of the year that that would be really great so uh looking forward to uh to um amy coney barrett to replace um the late great uh ruth Bader Ginsburg. i want to mention one other thing um that you know a true american is colorblind there's no racism in america uh if there was racism how would Barack Obama have been elected? I've said this before, uh, because the African Americans are only 13% of the population, and yet, so who voted for um, uh, for Barack Obama? You know, so you know, there's um, there's some bad apples out there that that are racist, and I I agree with that. There's some bad cops that are that that are probably racist, but there's only a few far between, and. And there's more racism coming from these 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 uh, these terrorist uh, domestic terrorist groups like Antifa and um, Black Lives Matter than there is uh, racism in this country and and people like Al Sharpton. Uh, these are people that have got to go. They've got to you know get away from these people. In the meantime, um, I just wanted to mention that because it bothers me when I hear about. Uh, the systemic racism, because there really isn't racism in this country. And you hear from these idiot uh, basketball players like, like LeBron James, um, and, um, and, and Doc Rivers and those people. Uh, so it, it really, really, really bothers me. Here's the Chiffons and Sweet Talking Guy.
Hey, Ed, what's going on with that ball game? Right now, it's uh, bottom of the fifth. It is 4-3 Yankees. Oh. Uh, do I have to get somebody to put a curse or a hex or something on this, or what? <laughs> uh, yeah, just pins in the Yan- Yankee doll work. Yeah. <laughs> I, got, I got a voodoo doll here, so I just... I'll put a Yankees uh, insignia on the doll and then put a pin in? Yeah, just write Yankees on the back. Yeah, all right. Okay, I'll do that. Here's a... Here's the crystals, and he's a rebel. See the way he walks down the street. That's the way he shuffles his feet.
I just want to say, I want all my listeners to get out there and vote. Very important to vote. Um, I also want to say that if you're a Democrat, I guess get out and vote often. <laughs> but anyways, get out and vote. You know, if you if you're really concerned about this country and you know who to vote for, and um, please get well quickly, Mr. President. Because you got another four years to go through, and it's going to be going to be four tough years with the with the virus and and whatever. And I want to tell all my listeners: thanks for listening. Have a marvelous week, and ciao.